Test, 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 test. Browser audio. Browser audio. Browser audio. Initializing. Sound test. Shields up, weapons online. Shields back down, weapons offline. Shields back up, weapons online. Now, who keeps doing that? Welcome to the Praise Down. Praise Down. A podcast that's pretty good. That's right. I'm Heath Huffman. I'm Alex Sanchez. And with us uh, is a guest. We've got a guest for this one. Yeah, we usually don't do this. Not nowadays, right? Not anymore, but, yeah. But it's we're it's guest time. It's it's, help, it helps that I'm in the neighborhood. It's hel- yeah. It helps that you're in the neighborhood. You're in the you're in the good trash network, you know. Uh it's Dalton Stewart, everybody. Hi. Thanks for having me, guys. Hey, yeah, welcome. Uh, Dalton, you have not been on the show in a while. How are you doing yeah, spiritually? The, the last time I was on the show, you guys were still mostly talking about Christian music. And yeah. Sort of, there's been a big pivot since mm-hmm. you and your family kind of took care of the VeggieTales canon. Yeah, once mm-hmm. we once we killed the VeggieTales canon, we were like, well, what else is there in Christian music to really talk about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, how am I doing spiritually? Uh, good. Good. I think. That's good. I started calling myself a Christian again. Whoa. Like only if like somebody puts a gun to my head. Sure. Um, <laughs> we both have guns to Dalton's head. Yeah. When that's we record what, that's with how him, we're getting this re- uh, revealed. Yeah. And it, you know, depending on the company is whether or not I put the adjective anarchist in front sure. of it. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. One so, God, no masters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Tolstoy. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Get into it. Um, do you read some Tolstoy? Uh, not enough. I mean, I'm still dumb as hell. Don't get me wrong. Hey. Um, but I read a little bit, and I'm like, hey, it did get co-opted by the state. That's hey, true. yeah, it did become about the sword. Yeah. 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 I'm glad other guys were writing you about this in the 1890s. Yeah. Yeah, so that's... I did a little of that. That was cool. Um, it sucks when things are about the sword and not, like, a specific sword. Yeah, like of Damocles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that thing comes down... You know, lots of damage. That's uh, why it's that's that's why I call him Damocles. Yeah, but you know, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm hanging in there. We we've Good. all suffered a collective trauma and are sort of sure, moving sure. on from that and trying to, I guess, internalize it. And Do whatever feels natural. Yeah, yeah. You know, just try to get that incorporated because it was it was pre pandy last time I came over. I think. Right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. So that's when two thirds yeah. of our episodes were recorded. Well, that's yeah. true too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't do any of our zoom episodes, did you? No, I don't think I did any of those. Yeah. The last one I remember coming over for, I think Jamie was still hanging out, helping with sound. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And before, we, we were, you were in this, this place though. Yes. Yeah. We were still, we were still here, still in the, uh, 
in boys', boys house. house. Yeah, Old boys' house. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it has been a while. But you know, mm-hmm. just continuing uh, to talk about movies as often as people will let me. Mm-hmm. No, good. Keeping the faith. What's the last movie you saw? What's the last movie I saw? Damn, you would ask me that. Uh, I'm going to see if I can do it without pulling out my letterbox. Okay. Uh, I'm about halfway through the tragedy of Macbeth. I guess oh, hell yeah. I How is it? it. Mm. So fucking good, dude. I wish I'd had a chance to like, watch it one go, but it's yeah. been kind of fun to like watch it in bits and pieces like sure. I'm watching it for school. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm yeah. Getting like 30 minutes at a time. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, really enjoyable. Um, I guess that's not true. I did just go catch a uh, a screening of Roadhouse. That's true. Hey. So that is the last the movie, movie I completed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it was playing in theaters. Yeah, yeah. The, the flicks had it. So I was like, well, I've never seen this one big. Time to. Oh. Yeah. How was your experience? Seeing it big. Pretty good. I went with Lucas Dunn, um, who if you're an OKC local, you might know from Mondo Monday. Um we went together because it's his favorite movie. Um, and he got shushed uh, by the guy next to, on the other side of me. <laughs> Extremely the classic. And we just Uh-oh. continued to have a great time and, yeah. you know, talk about the cool stuff coming up. And good. Pumping fists. and Wow. The vibes were too good. If the guy hadn't shushed me, I would, I personally would have been a lot louder. And I was just like super self-conscious about the, the yeah. fucking killjoy. But he mm. laughed pretty well throughout the film. Okay. So I think he like loosened up. But yeah. We talked throughout the trailers at basically normal volume, which yeah. I think at Flicks you're allowed to do. They leave the lights up for yeah. the trailers. Yeah. So, yeah. like, that feels like chatting time. That, sound, yeah. that sounds like the right etiquette. You know, if the I lights so. are up, you can talk. Yeah, yeah. That so feels I th- right. I think he didn't like that we talked during the trailers. And sure. so he was preemptively giving us the shush. Mm. To try to stave off any mid-movie funny business. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he didn't. He didn't succeed. He did not <laughs> yeah. succeed. I mean, how it's first of all, it's a thirty-plus-year-old film. Second of all, it came with three beers. <laughs> so like, <laughs> loosen up, yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but a uh, great time. Uh, what a film! Truly an American classic. Oh um, yeah, is is about delivering a community from capitalism, I guess. Cool. Or at the very least, you know, it's Avatar. <laughs> it's Avatar in the yeah. form of, uh, oh my god, I can't. I keep wanting to say Ed O'Neill, but it's not who it is. <laughs> uh-huh. Not important. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, Ed it's O'Neill. Avatar of the mean dude that runs the town has mm-hmm. a protection racket going. Yeah, you know? the, the Monopoly guy. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. If you've seen Roadhouse, yeah, you can all picture Ben Gazzara there. Jesus, you know, the the Mind mm-hmm. Palace delivered. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That where all the actors hang out. That's all the actors <laughs> are just not bumming working. around my mind palace. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> where, where? Oh, what's going on during the strike? Well, you can watch some picket reels on Instagram, or you can visit my mind palace, <laughs> yeah. where uh, Ryan Gosling and Willem Dafoe are playing beach volleyball. Cool. Same yeah. team, different team. Uh, different teams. Got it. Yeah. Sounds like a good web comic. Truly, mind palace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, spiritually, I, I have tried to, I don't know, try to think about it harder, I yeah. guess. And like, but more in a concrete tactile sense of like doing a better job of looking people in the eye when I talk to them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like uh-huh. getting to, uh, you know, giving back community wise a little bit more, uh, trying to get out of my house more so yeah. and feel a little less fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, I am coming up mm-hmm. on 33. Yeah. Oh, oh. I got my, start my Christ year. The Jesus yeah. year. A, a, a Christ mere year. month from now. Wow. So yeah, mm-hmm. perfect time to come say hi to you guys and check in. I guess that's right. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Got to do good that whole year. Yep. Yeah. No sinning one year. I don't think. No sinning. What? No sinning. Uh, mm, interesting. Can't sin. Not, not even a little sin. What if I don't count any of the things that Paul talked about as sins? What if I just choose to eject that? Uh, refresh me on the. Yeah. What are some of the? What's some of the shit you're trying to get away with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are some of Paul's loopholes? Or oh, what do we not like about Paul? Uh, I mean, it is mostly the stuff that's sort of. At, wow, we're actually getting on topic. This is fun. Wow. It's mostly the verses that have been sort of. Uh, uh, mm, translation jujitsu. You might yeah, say in the forties sure. into being pretty bigoted. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, you can't put all of that on Paul, sure. but he's sort of like, I know Dustin's always trying to tell me I should give him another chance, but he seems like a real sins of the flesh guy. And I just sure. don't think that that's really what it's about. I yeah. think that's sort of like half of it is about how that's not really that big of a deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least is less of a deal than it had, had previously been made out to be. Right. Uh, but also... Which I'm sure the Romans were glad to hear. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure they were thrilled. Yeah. Uh, I guess the real fuckery of it is uh, the ages. You know, mm-hmm. the other one, and by the other one, I mean the boss religion uh-huh. uh, from which uh, all Abrahamic faiths descend. Yeah. It's just got the timetable. And everybody's been yeah. thinking about it longer and talking about it better. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Ours, American Christianity is so fucked up, and I just like I get a little taste of American Judaism every once in a while from like, you know, a tweet when or we a watched podcast, a serious man, or when we watch a serious man, or talking to my friend Maddie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, fuck. It seems cool. What? <laughs> it seems cool. Halfway through a serious man, I texted my brother. I was like, should I convert? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it's a good movie. They're madder at yeah, God. You guys yeah. should want me to watch a serious man, dude. Sure. You should watch a serious. You should man. watch a serious man. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just like all of the sort of weird cultural things that are sort of wrapped up in like presentation of Christianity. You know, it's icky and there's, you know, like the presentation. I mean, you know, it's, I mean, obviously it is sort of a, a single issue voter situation right now. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. we just want to focus on like what the Methodists are fighting about. It is right. Purely about whether or not we're going to affirm the LGBTQ community, but like it really is that simple. It's kind of coming down to like, are, are we going to be cool or not? Right. Uh, and I think people who would want to not be cool about it should stop calling themselves Christians. And if yeah. they want to fight me about that, you know, yeah. I hang out on, around May Avenue. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Meet I'm just like the, getting the really Wendy's. Yeah. Meet me at the Wendy's on May. <laughs> uh, we you know, maybe we can have a dialogue. Sure. Uh, maybe it doesn't have to be, you know, fisticuffs, but I don't know, it's just getting really frustrating, man. Uh, I've talked to, uh, you know, a, a spouse of a pastor and, uh, they've gone through a lot of like family and professional turmoil because yeah. of like stuff going on in his congregation. And, you know, it's, it's just a real shit show. And mm-hmm. some people are, you can't underestimate how pervasive and entrenched just sort of heteronormativity and, and a general queer phobia is within American culture and American Christianity. Yeah. And yeah. I think that kind of brings us to why we're here today, not to drive the boat. No, you're I, so I, right. I you're mean, so you guys right. asked me to where I'm at spiritually, and I can just talk about that hey, for a while. Yeah. So we, we love when someone drives the boat. Yeah. We're both, <sighs> we both are like, oh. oh we, I can hoist the mainsail. Yeah. I, just, I just want a kneeboard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> do, some, do, do a little waking behind uh-huh. the ship. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so you guys... 
sat me down to watch a little bit more hum- Small Town Security. Which yeah, that's we've right. About already. Yeah, we watched episode. We watched two. episode two of Small Town Security. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what were your guys' thoughts on episode one? Kind of catch me up because I didn't listen to that episode. Yeah, sort uh, of uh, we were so compelled by it. Yeah. I'll pull this up. By yeah. The way. Oh, okay. Uh, my thoughts on episode one are: it's I I love how much of it is about. Um, just how megalomaniacal Joan is. Yeah. She's just a complete, like, just so she self-centered so it power. flips around and becomes cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the secret, actually. All you have to do is be more self-centered yeah. than uh, you currently are. And at some point, it'll just all flip over and you'll be cool. You'll be cool again. And you'll be on TV. It's yeah, kinda, she has so much power over everybody in the room at all times. I mean, you know who she reminds me of. Who? A certain uh, popular politician. Sure, uh, she's very Trumpy yeah, in that way. Yeah. yeah, it's just like a personality that we've gotten like more exposure to. You yeah. know, just like the the success you can have being that kind of folk. Yeah. Uh, you know, and obviously uh, that's what I think is interesting about the show is, you know, it's like comes out in 2012. As right. This, oh. Okay, okay. Keith has pulled it up. Yeah, it just, it's like this. It's this and Comic Book Man. Is that what's called? Yeah, Comic oh. Book Man. <laughs> Two half-hour reality shows to follow Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's like AMC getting into unscripted TV, and I think weirdly, like, I think it says a lot about the coming ten years. Yeah, and like where we are ten years later. Weirdly, yeah, it's it's interesting how even with how. And we'll just get into it. Even with how transphobic Joan is, it is leaps and bounds cooler about that kind of stuff than basically any media coming out today would be. Oh, yeah. Big time. Like, it's, it's yeah. We, so we just covered um, Mrs. Doubtfire a few weeks ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess it's been a couple months ago now by the time you, people are listening to this. Um, but yeah, over, over on Good Trash, we talked Mrs. Doubtfire, and it's just like, what? This... They even like skirt up against of like people treating him like he's a deviant and some of the court stuff at yeah. the end of the movie. But he, I mean, just like 30 years later, it's a movie that would be considered unconscionable. And, yeah. and part of that's we don't have a Robin Williams anymore. Right. Like who, who would mm-hmm. do it? Who, you know, that, that truly was a, a project that was like very star driven. Yeah. So, I, but he, it's just like we've gotten so much weirder about gender stuff. And not, not that we were cool about it in the 90s because we definitely yeah. weren't. And, you know, maybe we're cooler about certain stuff just because of cultural movements, but yeah. like, especially like gender fluidity. Right. It, it like, feels like we're getting so much more crazy about it. It like, yeah, the, it feels like everybody found out about it. It like sort of got accepted mm. enough to be kind of known about in the mainstream. And then there was a huge cultural backlash against it. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, it's that's like, put it. yeah. What happened in the nineties with like all those like movies about gay people mm-hmm. coming out, and then the 2000s yeah. being insanely homophobic. Truly. And uh, so then the same thing happened in the 2010s, the trans people and now the 2020s. Which is weird. Like, I think boys don't cry. Um, I can't remember who the, the name of the person that's about Brandon, I think was his name, uh, but it's a Hillary Swank movie uh, about a trans man. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's 99. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. So it's, we were trying to have a cultural moment and like 9-11 just made us so violent, yeah. blood crazed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we could accept otherness in any way shape or yeah, form it just really unlocked all the bigot genes and everybody 
including Joan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, whatever Joan's deal is. So, you know, uh, do we need to talk about, like, are we going in, like, with assumptions? Let's talk about the episode. What the show is? Yeah, do we need to, like, lay any groundwork? Or? Yeah, so Small Town Security, if this is your first episode of The Praise Down, uh, normally welcome. we're a podcast. <laughs> well, first of all, welcome. It's not normally like this. It's not normally We're like talking this. straight to you. We got obsessed. We 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 sort of we got obsessed with a weird TV show, and this is the only form we have to talk about it in a long form way. Mm-hmm. That's what I'll add. Yeah. Uh, so, small town security is a show about a security company in a small town. It's like northern Georgia. It's like northern Georgia. Yeah. It's uh, southern NGO. And, yeah. And the the sort of weird people who work there. There's a cast of like five or six people. Um, so far, all we've gotten into is the, um, the boss of the place, Joan, Mm -hmm. who doesn't seem to do any of the work. Seemingly does nothing. Yeah. Seemingly does nothing except boss people around. So like administrative stuff, I guess. Uh, and then her Mm. husband gets all the accounts. He's like the salesperson. And Erwin is like deeply depressed yeah one of the most depressed people i've ever seen yeah. depicted on I, television well look i definitely felt simpatico with erwin a little bit and that's yeah. never a good thing yeah <laughs> definitely when he was trying to erwin yeah. spends a, a bit of this episode trying to get gassed up in the car to go do a sales presentation oh, yeah he calls himself a dumbass and i'm yeah. like yeah i feel it's like buddy. all right dumbass get your shit in gear he's just like really motivated. mean self-talk and vinegar yeah <laughs> Yeah, really it. brutal. Self-talk. Yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and play that. Yeah, psychologists call this, by the way, the Irwin test. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, if you find yourself relating to Irwin and AMC <laughs> then you need to call the hospital. I am now on my way to Chattanooga Convention Center. I'm going to give a sales presentation. Oh, sorry. Did this would be uh, huge for us. All right, you dumbass. You need to get off your butt. You need to get motivated. Every morning. This you is need me. to yeah. feel it again like you used to. Yep. And, and you, you need to go in there full of piss and vinegar. That's what you need to do. Yeah, I said this is me about doing You'll stand-up. Make- yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is my leaving the house pep talk. Yeah, you need <laughs> yeah. to feel alarm, it again like you used to. My alarm yeah. goes off at 6.30 every morning. It is very, yeah. on, you dumb motherfucker. Just get out of bed. You can do this. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, God, Irwin. God love you. Yeah. Uh, there's he, a loving. There's a loving way to say it. And you he know? loves <laughs> Joan so much. Yeah. 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 He does. Uh, their backstory we get in this episode. So this is the only episode of the show I've ever seen. You uh-huh. and I, Al, watched this together. Just kind of goofed around yes. a few months ago. Yes. Um, and I had kind of forgotten the first half because I was playing a game while we were watching it. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So Joan. Did not want to marry Erwin at first. But he was like a safe choice. Yeah, they met in New York and he proposed and she moved to Miami with her grandma or something and then like started dating a guy that turned out to be mob connected or at least hanging out with a guy that ended up being He was like her producer or something and then she was like, I don't want to be famous anymore because of the crime. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. anyway, she she called Erwin and asked if he still wanted to be married and she like talks about her mother's advice to her being about learning to love him. It's just like, oh my god yeah it was a it was an uncomfortable look into her psyche yeah for sure so that's that's sort of joan and Irwin's deal i guess Irwin's you know in charge of accounts yeah in, in the name at least but i guess should we talk about lieutenant dennis yeah so lieutenant dennis we learned about last episode and you we mm-hmm. we've 
so last episode, um, we learned that Lieutenant Dennis is like, he's the, the gopher of the, the place. He sort of does everything for Joan. He checks like all, he's like, does patrol at night, checks in on the places that have yeah. a guard there yeah. and the places that don't have a guard. Yeah. Yeah. But also makes lunch for Joan. Right. Lives there at the, the station. Or <laughs> yeah. The lives office. at the station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a back room of the office. What I would call like 80% of the operational stuff this place does. Yes. Is done by Dennis. They've got a guy at a de- at, at the reception desk. Uh-huh. And those are maybe the only two guys that like operate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hard to tell. Now hard Wikipedia tell is does. telling me. Now I, I don't mean to spoil... Sure. What happens in small town security? But apparently, Dennis does eventually become a captain. He gets promoted at some point in the three seasons that are, exist in this show. And obviously, but what these is people that are in, hierarchy like? Yeah, uh, you know, uh, Irwin's the major. You know, okay, so. sure. Who knows what the higher is. <laughs> and who knows how Krista fits into any of this. Right. Uh, the secretary who's also a licensed cosmetologist. Yeah, the secretary who's also a licensed cosmetologist like brings it up and is like, you know, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. So here's here's what happens with Irwin before we really dive into Dennis. Mm-hmm. Here's what happens with Irwin in this episode is he dyes his hair. He starts taking testosterone and dyes his hair to try to like feel the juice again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he comes in with like, Jet black hair that he he says he got from the Dollar Zone, yep. the Dollar new, Zone new type of dollar store. Mm-hmm. He's like, I got it at the Dollar Zone, so it was a dollar. Uh, yeah, and he and the secretary, who's a licensed cosmetologist, gets so mad. She's like, You know, I'm a licensed cosmetologist. Yeah, they even, she's so upset with him. Can't I think they even gave this. her like a cutaway interview to talk yeah. about how much it pisses her off when he dyes his own hair. So funny, <laughs> really good shit. <laughs> It sort of does become an episode on accident about the disparity in gender affirming care between cis people and trans people. So true. That as well. Yeah. 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 Very. It's and an I, episode about testosterone. And the producers seem to know that a little yeah. bit at least. They yeah. seem smart enough to like be drawing these comparisons between Irwin and Dennis. Yeah. It mm-hmm. definitely seems like they shot a ton of shit and then found the episodes later though. Yeah. Right. I. I feel that they do like an eleven month cutaway in this episode when talking about like when he started dying his oh hair. yeah and yeah they like yeah, show yeah. like the last eleven months of his dye jobs yeah so it seems like they're it's it's very unclear like it's an editor driven show yeah really yeah, yeah. That, and that's you know what you always got to be on the lookout with mm-hmm. uh, an unscripted show is sort of you know yeah. having a, mm-hmm. a producer or an editor's mind yeah yeah uh, at the very least just figuring out how they made a storyline out of people hanging out. Which mm-hmm. it's it's because I don't only bring this up really because we were talking about this right before we got on mic, but Joan like is kind of given an arc by the editing of the episode. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And so it's unclear mm-hmm. if she's growing and starting to accept Dennis or if that's just you know sometimes she's cooler about it than others. Yeah. So it's it's kind of unclear, uh, you know, how much growth and has how much is editing. It's very yeah. interesting. When they were in the car and she was asking all those questions asking Dennis all those questions about I, I don't know just his identity yeah it was it it seemed like stuff that she would have asked on the first day right mm-hmm. and the impression I get and maybe this is something sorry my foot's on something uh, the impression I get from at least the editing is that 
she's always asking these questions yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Like, how many years has it been? And we're still like, I think going over this. this. It's been like three yeah. years. I think yeah. is what Dennis says in the episode. Yeah, that he's he's been out at work. Yeah, yeah, still misgendering him. It sucks. <sighs> now, sucks. here's where things get thorny. Right. Uh. There's like some weird psychosexual tension between Joan and Dennis. This, yeah. yeah. It seems like it started before Dennis transitioned. Yes. That's kind of the implication I got too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I wasn't sure the first time I watched this. I thought it was afterwards. Yeah. There's a moment where Joan says, I thought you were a lesbian. And that seems loaded, right? That seems very loaded mm-hmm. where it was like, I hoped you were a lesbian is sort of what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Like they talk about talking about highly sexual things and mm-hmm. then going off to masturbate. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. They I mean, got that, each other so horny that they both had to jack off. Wild. Yeah. Wild. Uh, but, you know, this is also an episode about her and Irwin's love. And yeah. Dennis is, like, very fine with it. You know, Dennis feels like uh, they were probably married in a past life. Yeah, there's actually mm-hmm. a lot of talk about that. We should... They dedicate a lot of time to that. Yeah, I will find Go that. Go ahead actually. and find that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just that's for frame of reference with like what's going on between Dennis and Joan and like, so because of, you know, his sort of, I think charming and wooey approach to, you know, metaphysics, uh, Dennis is fine with, you know, Irwin and Joan's relationship. Yeah. Uh, at one point he says, uh, I know we've, we're, we're meant to be together. So if I have to be the dirt beneath her fingernails, I will. I mean, this the, the show. The most pathetic. This show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah! Honestly, kind of beautiful, ah! you know, like uh, very yeah. pathetic, but also like. <laughs> yeah. Pablo Neruda who, you know. But, and there's like, and there's the whole dynamic of like, Joan is giving him a place to live. Mm-hmm. Like sort of. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the ethics are fucked both in terms of the show that is being made but also the employment situations that seem to exist yeah. at JJK security. Yeah. Uh, because it is dicey and it is just like very fraught and it all feels like a metaphor for capitalism. It's truly. Yeah. Just it's like the like, abusive relationship he's in with his employer is wild. Next level. Yeah. And he seems to totally content. Yeah. yeah. As, as crazy as everything feels on a, as a viewer, everything with everything with the, lives of the characters is relatively stable they're like fine beginning and end of this episode (laughs) and you know that's part of like you know how reality tv is sort of cut together things are you know but to their credit you know as we we were talking about before we got on Mm -hmm. there is like a a a thread of empathy running through this. yeah it does feel like they give a shit about these people yes yes as exploitative as the whole endeavor probably is Mm -hmm. right yeah (sighs) i i do have the clip here hit it I know she was my wife. My wife. In another life. Another night. I think we've been around together over and over for a very long Shame time. Shame him in the clams in the background. He thinks that he was married to me way back in the Egyptian days. And she was the princess. You can hear the elation in her voice. She yeah. Feels so it's still a ridiculous loud. conversation. Yeah. yeah. She loves the attention. that I'm an Egyptian yeah. princess. You are. Well, you were and you are. You still are. I still am. So how come I don't look like a princess then? This is a different life. Okay, so I got screwed in this life, right? I wouldn't say that. Lessons are learned in each life, so. Right, we're going to get carbon dioxide poisoning. Right, let me help you out. <laughs> <laughs> 
having that conversation. Me when the, yeah, there's two tender the of garage. a moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got to yeah. drop you off now. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's over. Uh, I there was there was a moment where Joan said that that she was a that they were together in Egyptian times. Yeah. And then this sort of became in the next clip. She was the Egyptian princess in yeah. the next clip, which, uh, you know, it seems like she's denying it, which is good. I yeah. have to put a point on the board for Joan for not thinking she's an Egyptian princess. So Yeah, that's true. That does feel like a point on the board for Joan, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, she is sort of concerned about the optics there <laughs> at the very yeah. least. Yeah, and like... <laughs> It's clear that she cares for this per like the it's Yeah. Yeah. It's I clear mean, that she cares about Dennis. We also can't understand how mean she is to Dennis though, and that's yes, the weird that's dichotomy. Also that's yeah. also very true. Because yeah. she's curious. It feels very like psychosexual, like Dom Subby. It just does. Yeah, that's an interesting mm-hmm. way to put it. Yeah. I mean, cause she like fully goes as far as to be like to to call to call it Halloween. Yeah. I mean that she like yeah. really pushes Terrible it to that shit. Level. Yeah. Like, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. Just like really and, yeah, just insistently misgendering Dennis. Mm-hmm. And Dennis's reactions don't match the right. offense in my opinion, you know. Yeah, he's it, just it, like, well, he's, he's chill about a lot of a lot of this. And a lot of it happens. Yeah. I truly yearn for the Small Town Security sequel series because I would love to know where these people are at. Joan has later. passed away. She has passed away. Joan is dead. R.I.P. to Joan. But what's Dennis up what's to? Dennis what's up Dennis up to? Are Dennis and Irwin still working together? Yeah. Yeah. What's the fuck? What, what they happened? they the business? What happened? What happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. we're going to have to watch more of this show. <laughs> I can't say yeah. I would blame you guys if you did. Content, yeah. ma- making content about it or otherwise, you know, whichever yeah. you choose to do, do you. But like. I, I can't imagine not watching more. I mean, yeah, yeah it just, yeah, I gotta we, know what happens. Absolutely. There, there's three seasons of things to know about. Now, we cannot be doing episodes about all three can't, seasons. Can't be coming out <laughs> a podcast about small town can't security. We, you know, there's, a, there's, yeah, we've still yeah. got some runway left. Hey. Yeah, hey, we'll finish season one and we'll see what yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. podcast we are. That's at the, right. That's right. <laughs> at the end of that. If Blank Check can go from covering just the Star Wars prequels to covering filmographies, you guys are allowed to pivot as hard as you want That's to. True. That's, That's true. That's true. That's true. I've got a poster that says that that <sighs> pumps me up. Got podcasting motivation posters. <laughs> what gets Irwin motivated? His old school fight song. Yeah, yeah that's remember. right. Just yeah. Little, the just credits stinger. at the credits, yeah. Yeah, the, the fight song is crazy, too. It mentions engineers. Here, John and I. Let's see. I'm a rambling wreck from Georgia Tech and a heck of an engineer. A heck of 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 an engineer. I do something with my whiskey and I drink my whiskey clear something. I don't remember all the words. That motivates me. That gets me kind of uh, pumped up, so to speak. <laughs> okay, so yeah. I've got a few questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i got a few follow-up questions about this fight song. Uh-huh. Mentions of whiskey in it? Sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, that's very many, college. What? To mention whiskey? It's probably well, not I mean, the official hey, fight song. 
Oh, okay. It's like a frat song. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 For the engineering frat, for the STEM frat that he was oh, in. Oh, okay. 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 I was very confused because I was like, "What school fight song is uh, Georgia Tech's?" Apparently, but yeah, do, <laughs> doing like a sort of, um, you know, dwarven ale jig or whatever. <laughs> The like parallels between frat drinking songs and dwarven ale songs, man. Yeah, catch my dissertation about this. Similar, <laughs> similar. I mean, speaking of dissertations, this is a pretty dense text. I feel yeah, like it like weirdly is. It's, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you know, it it probably wouldn't be if you know turfs hadn't become a thing, and you know, a lot of other cultural issues hadn't started over the last five years or so. Yeah, I mean, it definitely feels like. If history goes differently and this show becomes a huge hit or something, it might actually start some conversations. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know. What it has show? to marinate. If Jenner couldn't bit. change people's minds, I don't know. that If, yeah. an, if an Olympic athlete can't, you know. I mean, it's just so I, I wild. We just got to see what, yeah. They're, I, I just love them. Yeah. I love all of them. It's they're great. fucking freaks it's and so I love compelling. it. Yeah. It's so uh, They're beautiful, beautiful souls, truly. Uh, and it is the saddest <laughs> working environment. Like, yeah. it just looks so stressful to be yeah. in that building. Yeah. Like, there's boxes everywhere. Irwin's cluttered, office cluttered. Yeah. looks like the worst shit I've ever seen in my life. It looks like a green Files screen designed to be, like, stressful or whatever. Now, in case you're wondering... He's hoarding paperwork. How do I put this in my eyeballs? Uh, I believe he to did... To be with ads, right? Um, Prime Video, I bought it, but you can get it on Tubi with ads. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I'm sure AMC Plus probably has it too. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. it's an AMC uh, vehicle, so you can probably get it there. But yeah, I mean, it's on Tubi, so you it's gotta so you gotta see the show. It like just got added to Tubi. Too. That's awesome. I mean, that makes <laughs> sense. They're having a hard time making money off of AMC Plus, yeah. actually, so they're probably like getting in more into like yeah. uh, the ad supported oh thing. God, the only the thing that I'm looking for. Uh, syndication. Yeah. Jeez, we don't really do it anymore. So it's a yeah. word that I haven't thought about in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Dude. When the streamers start syndicating their stuff on the ad supported sites and to cable, which mm-hmm. is starting to become a thing too, is like licensing That's, stuff oh, to cable boy, networks oh boy. is about to become a thing. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. But anyway. What yeah. is going to happen to that industry? Anyway. The, the fracturing of that industry is why something like this exists, though. That's right. right. Like, it's not like the fracturing of. TV and film happened overnight and you know the the strikes that are going on right now happened overnight the stuff's been boiling for over 10 years yeah and since the last strike basically yeah pretty much and because people haven't been able to figure out how to make money on like right there's just too much yeah and Mm -hmm. how do you get eyeballs on the thing you made yeah it's Uh, called the streaming bubble for a reason exactly and Mm -hmm. and this show like only exists because of re because it predates that and because like unscripted TV like became so huge in the odds yeah Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, AMC, when they started becoming the, the tip of the spear of the prestige basic cable boom, I think they, they, that's like, well, how do we, you know, keep this, this stingy going? We're spending all this money on this one show. Uh-oh. We have to fill the rest of the programming. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's make some cheap shit. Yeah. And so we get this gem, which, you know, exists alongside a show about Kevin Smith's comic book shop. <sighs> Man. Unreal. Unreal. Um, Crazy lineup. Yeah. What a weird decade. <laughs> I mean, it's the further we get out from it, the more kind of... Yeah, this was filmed right at the start of the second Obama term. Yeah. 
Yeah, drive like literally mm-hmm. premieres the night season five uh, of Breaking Bad premieres. Mm-hmm. It is a like lead out. Please watch our new show. Yeah, situation yeah. that makes sense. This was kind of this kind of resonates as like optimistic time media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Twenty twelve yeah, is a good absolutely. I mean, that's you know. kind of what I was thinking earlier when I was saying like imagine a world, and it's an impossible world probably, but imagine small town security becomes like a big hit for them on the right. the likes of something, maybe not even as big as breaking bad or mad men or, you know, um, walking dead, but at the very least, like some like sliver of those shows following mm-hmm. imagine, I'm just curious, like how the conversations change. Does. Yeah. I want to go back and like read Tumblr from 2012 right. about that. Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. what, how did people feel about this when it was coming out? Yeah. Like what was the reaction to it? Because it just, it's a different world, right? We've mm-hmm. truly regressed so much in the last it's 11 crazy. years. It is. Yeah. 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 Goddamn. Okay. Those are all my thoughts. I think. I, yeah. I feel like we, we did justice. It's only a 22 minute episode. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But again, I think very dense. Hey, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, yeah, I got, I, I had an observation about Joan just the the fact that she's like uh, I don't know very like very pessimistic about herself and her own yeah. life despite you know having it kind of controlling the group she's a part of right and uh, you know but she because she like had a glimpse of stardom oh yeah she yeah so she'll she's, forever feel too good for that yeah. Ah, compelling character arc. Yep. We really do learn so much about all of these people in a tight package for episode yeah. two. Yeah. I mean, we get a lot of Joan in her win back story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's a lot of story in, in, you know, something that had to be cut together like that, you know. It's cool. Um, Dennis makes them dinner. Sorry. It's yeah. just, it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's man. wild. Uh, Joan's little treat. Cool Whip and Peanut Butter. Cool Whip and Peanut oh. Butter. We didn't talk about that. That's just sort of a fun detail. Yeah, yeah. We sort of, we had an impromptu game of Smash or Pass yeah. about the whipped cream and peanut butter. Oh, actually, that whole sequence is crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, in a in a world where I can only choose Smash or Pass, I'm I'm picking Smash. And I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have it. I'll have some. Um, it's If it's not a slider, if it's just... Yeah. Um, I'm I'm gonna have it. I, it makes sense, at least, especially with like, I don't know, Skippy sugary mm-hmm, peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe it would be too cloying. Um, maybe if it was like more of a natural peanut butter, this would make more sense. Whipped cream with a natural peanut butter probably goes pretty yeah, hard. Something, yeah, good. a little more nutty, smoky, mm-hmm. something. But regardless, smash. Um, I'm not enthusiastically too. for whatever it's worth. Sure. <laughs> Now, Dalton, I see, I see you shaking your head over here. Absolutely yeah. fucking not. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, you're making a, a lot of disapproving. And, then I, you know, and this I'm, isn't peanut butter with whipped cream on it. This is peanut butter with whipped cream whipped together. So that needs to be made now, clear. Uh, Stirred together. Yeah. So a snack in my, growing up, in my family, I don't know if you guys fuck around with peanut butter and maple syrup, but that's sort of a thing. My dad and I'll my put sister it on a waffle. Into. They would just eat it straight, dog. Wow. My dad and my sister. Dog, so. would, they, is... would they make a little and well I've had in the d- peanut I've butter? Had a, yeah, yeah. I've had a little taste of it before. It's not bad. Sure. It's just like, same thing. Too sweet, too mm. much. If you separate out the peanut butter and the, the Cool Whip, and you turn the peanut butter into a pie filling, and you put it in mm. a pie crust and bake it, and then put the Cool Whip on top, yeah, smash, sure. Mm-hmm. But for Christ's sake, Joan, you cannot be eating Cool Whip and peanut butter out of a mug. That's why you died. <laughs> 
That's why Joan is no longer with us. You that can't do that to your true. body. Uh, I thought I was going to hit the soundboard that at the right time. probably is true. I was going to do the... <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Dalton, about yeah. whipped cream and peanut butter together. Okay. Is that's basically what's in a Reese's. Because it's not straight peanut butter. It's peanut butter and something else. That's what's in a peanut butter pie. Mm-hmm. It's a pie. That's that's what's going in the peanut butter pie. If you just put straight peanut butter in a peanut butter pie, you're going to hate the pie. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. If it's turned into a filling, I mean, is it, is it just Cool Whip, though? Surely not. Yeah, it's I mean, probably, it's uh, probably not far consistency-wise. Heath, you want to right. look up peanut butter pie filling real quick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peanut butter pie filling. Good, good. These are important questions to be asking uh, because I feel like we really have kind of hit the biggies on the eye chart as far as, you know, what's going on in small town security. Oh, I do have one more thing, sure. uh, which is that after, uh, so there's a sequence of Joan eating Chinese food. She's sitting in her chair in the middle of the thing, eating Chinese food. Mm-hmm. There, it cuts to the dog eating a huge fucking piece of chicken. Lamb chop just has a full wing. Yeah, lamb chop. Yeah. The, the tiny chihuahua who has the body of a chihuahua that has been fed mostly people food its whole life. Just like this thing is eating cheese. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's full of more chemicals than you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, and then Joan. It had a Lady Gaga Oreo. <laughs> yeah. And then after she's done eating, Joan immediately goes, all right, I'm going to lay down for an hour. And then she goes, lays down on the futon in her office, and then Dennis tucks her in with a blanket. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And Amped. rubs uh-huh. her feet. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which Lamb Chop does not like. Lamb Chop, yeah, Hates. tries to bite him for touching the feet, and then, and then yeah. she's like, oh, yeah, yells a Lamb Chop. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought this up, yeah. because that really is sort of... Man. Uh, other than them talking about the mutual masturbation, like oh. the foot rub is so intimate. And it's so, so crazy. Uh, he really is her work husband. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Except she works with her husband. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she takes the work husband home and he cooks dinner for her. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and her real husband. Just like, man. Yeah, it's insane that the show didn't run for 10 years and there wasn't an episode dedicated <laughs> to Joan's death. You know, I I it's I don't like to talk to, about this, but there is a sort of a question as to who is being cucked. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't think I don't. Think I it's, think it's nobody. I don't think the answer is as simple as who. Right. You know. Right, because it's it's so it's, there's so much yeah. give and take. You get that's a lot of cable to untangle. Yeah. You know. I mean, if look, if they're millennials and Zoomers, they're just in a polycule. Sure, but yeah. because yeah. they're Gen Xers and Boomers, it's it and live in it, Georgia. It's, it makes it weird. There's a lot of self denial and, yeah. and self bargaining and and calling it something uh, more contrived by yeah. comparison. Weird you know? boundaries and like yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the recipe for okay, for some let's peanut butter pie. It looks like it it involves. Peanut butter, cream cheese, powdered sugar, Cool Whip, eggs, and chopped peanuts. Okay, no but eggs. the Cool Whip makes it's not the only it's thing. A, yeah. Oh, it's a no bake peanut butter pie, so oh. it's a graham cracker crust. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So some of the components. <laughs> the of cream a pie cheese filling. makes a lot the of sense. The cream cheese really fills it out. Yeah, that makes Honestly, a lot of sense. Yeah. Honestly, okay. Actually, now mm-hmm. that you add the cream cheese in the mix, I'm like a yeah. little more smash on it. And a little yeah. less Cool Whip. Yeah. yeah. This is how you got me on board. Maybe like one part of each. Honestly. Yeah. More body. More body. Um, uh, adi, adi. Do we have time to talk about the other thing we wanted to talk I about? I think we probably do. Yeah, I think we do. Fucking sick, because I okay. didn't know we were going to talk about that, and when we kind of started brewing on that when we got here, I got oh, yeah, a we, little jacked up. We, I, yeah, we, we uh, put a lid on it, but we, we came up with a fun Christian activity. Um, We didn't find any... 
Christian martial arts. So consider yeah. this. So, yeah. oh, go on. There, you know, is is, is the famous Wait, Shaolin Temple and the famous Shaolin monks who do Kung Fu and, you know, are athletes. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. been a long and storied thing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist in all of the 2,000 years of Christianity, despite all the times dudes spent living in stone buildings together wearing robes. Yeah. How come? So we started... They worked out at the library, bro. (laughs) Yeah, right? I mean, so we kind of, that's, I guess that sort of started us down, like, thinking about how people, like, looking up, can can Christians do martial arts and and, and fighting verses in the Bible, things like that, of that nature, uh, is sort of how we got started down there. Uh, Yeah, there is not an ancient Christian martial art. Even the, yeah, the Franciscan monks didn't have them. I Googled it. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to get technical, sure, there's probably some Roman centurions after, you know, Constantine who were Christians, and those guys were, you know, soldiers, so they knew about fighting. Yeah. Hmm. So, sure. Christians have been fighting and doing combat for as long as there's been Christianity. We can agree on that, probably. Yes. Uh, To what extent is what were they aware that what they were doing was a fighting style, do you think, you know? Okay, so, I mean, the problem here is, one, none of us are like classics majors. Right. So our knowledge base is a little thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, and, three dumbasses figuring this for out. For sure, for yeah, sure. We're thinking about, like, the Med, Rome, Greece, and Judea, and, and sort of, like, this region that undergoes a whole bunch of shit over, like, what, 600 years mm-hmm. or so? Like, mm-hmm. a ton of stuff happens. Yeah. Uh, but f- you know, if you think about them Greeks and them Romans, they thought a lot about fighting. They had sport. Yeah, they, they had, had sport fighting. They had wrestling. Yeah. I they think were, that a Christian martial art, if we're saying like, they had professional armies, it would probably be based in like Grecian wrestling. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it would probably involve olive oil in some way. I mean, you're not <laughs> wrong. Which mm-hmm. then, of course, brought us to thinking about how there's, you know, definitely some sort of. Christo fascist MMA gyms, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, dudes hitting a John 316 sign as they leave the there gym. There definitely are. Yeah. There definitely I mean, that's, just, I mean, that's yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's, there's all these Philippians 413 yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Calling out for the glory of Christ as I uh, snap you in half with an arm bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here's some Bible verses about fighting Excellent. Christians who love like ancient Roman shit. Mm-hmm. That's always my favorite thing because it's yeah. like, you know, they're the bad guys. The statue avatar. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. Uh, Matthew eighteen fifteen. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. So okay. not super about fighting. I'm no, not, that's I'm the not thing. picking up on any techniques. Yeah, um, can't really. The idea we had was that we needed to find a Bible verse to base this style off of. Yeah, because uh, I don't mm. know. I th- I think that I think that uh, I don't know martial arts kind of have with a, with a martial art with esoteric roots is like, I don't know, fitting for a religious martial art. What know? about, what about the turn the other cheek verse? <laughs> and it's a very like momentum based. How I'm going to, I'm going to Google turn the other cheek verse. I know maybe it's one where you do a lot of spins. Let's see what it says. Christian you know? capoeira. <laughs> uh, but I say unto you, that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy... I need to get the Bible guy out for this. But I say unto you... <laughs> Whoa, it's the Bible guy. Hello. Hey, Bible, hey, Bible guy. Bible guy. <laughs> Just here to read a passage. Okay. Yeah, I'll get to it. Then I have a couple of questions. Sure. 
But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on thy right cheek, turn to him the other also. Yep. So Bible guy. <laughs> yes. So is it, are you just really good at reading the Bible or do you like know a lot about the Bible? I'm, I'm just very good at, at I, I was hired to do passages and passage okay. reads. And uh, I do have a lot of, uh, I, I, am, am I a Christian personally? Yes, of course. You know. Sure, sure, of course. Uh, uh, so the, the, you, you might be hearing a lot of uh, passion <laughs> yeah. In the way I read my Bible verses. I am hearing that passion and I'm appreciating it. Thank you. <laughs> so when you say you were hired, do you mean by us? Did we hire you? Yes. <laughs> Heath, we hired the Bible guy? I well, I hired the Bible guy. Okay, was, good. I'm glad I'm not on the hook for this. Yeah. You know, I don't have any money. I hey, work part time at the fucking library. Hey, look, this is, y y you know, <laughs> good. This is this is an out of pocket expense. I'm great. Yeah. How much, uh, Bible guy? Yes. How much are we paying you? Six hundred dollars for this, or is it for j this one episode? I'm actually not sure. <laughs> Keith, you've really got to, you know, figure out these contracts. Yeah, what's the, what's the, he, he, you can't he just be telling people $600 and then leaving them hanging. Well, I was going to I was going to pay the Bible read guy. Yeah. Uh, whatever I said, I would pay him. Yeah, of course. You know? No, I figured. Here's the thing, though. I am in sort of like an improv situation and I am sort of trying to figure out <laughs> the, the discreet ins and outs of the business deal with the Bible read guy. You understand yeah, Bible yeah, read guy? Yeah. Yes, of course. Yes, and university and such. <laughs> now, is Bible read guy the thing that was his name originally? <laughs> I can't quite know. I, I don't remember. Um, I don't know either. We'll listen back and then uh, we'll, we'll get that straightened out um, before we bring you back next time, Mr. Bible. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, stand by. I think we're looking at more verses. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll just be in the corner over here. Okay, you can sit. Never mind. He. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about the turn the other cheek in terms? Of, so you're the one of us that has the most practical experience with martial arts. Uh, perhaps Dalton. Uh, Dalton knows how to do martial arts. Sure. Uh, in technically, a I mean, if you want to get. It depends how esoteric you're being. Heath knows more yeah. about mobility, the human body, uh -huh. taking care of yourself. Yeah. He's never been in a fist fight, though. That's true. And I've been in a mm -hmm. three or four. Okay. Okay. And that's I true. One, two of them. Mm -hmm. One time we went to an arcade. Actually, I take that back. Nobody ever wins a fight. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's true. Listeners. That's what they learn in um, one well, time. I just rewatched yeah. Roadhouse. I yeah. gotta be. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, and I will say that we went to an arcade and we both did the thing where we punch a, a thing and yeah. we, we get a number to find out how lethal we are. Yeah. A Dalton punched 300 more. <laughs> I forgot about that. Than me. Oh. I did so, forget about that, yeah. I'm, yeah. More, I'm more of a grappling threat. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. You're long. You've got the limbs for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, strikes go to Dalton. Okay. Tee hee hee. So. Uh, so yeah. turn the other cheek. That do anything for you, Dalton? I mean, here's the thing. It's, I know you guys want me to be practical. We can do some silliness mm -hmm. about turning the other cheek to roll somebody into an arm bar mm -hmm. uh, or a guillotine. Yeah. It really is a, 
a religion about how you shouldn't do violence. Right. In a huge way. And it's yeah. insane how much now Jesus culture is tied up with guns. I've yeah. never understood it. It's never, the Holy Roman Empire's fault. It is. You're right. I mean, we can all bring it back to Constantine and marrying scripture to the sword. Yeah. Like, it all he, comes back to that. The, the, you know, long before Reagan bought the church, Caesar bought the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, hard to argue with. Yeah. Uh, that said, like, it's, I don't know, it's interesting to think about just sort of uh, the the ways, I kind of skimmed some of them, and they truly are all about, like, just don't do it. Yeah. Just don't fight. Just don't, don't fight. Don't seek vengeance. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, yeah. And if it's ever about fighting, it's about how you should be wrestling with your faith. And if there's ever right. an allusion to weapons or arms, it's always esoteric. The, and, the sword of the Bible or whatever. Yeah. 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 So. So, so you're, you're talking about something that would be a lot of like reacting and sort of maybe tying people up. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. I mean, does bring you back to grappling, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, striking's no good. You just smash somebody's face up. That's not, it's yeah, not a really Christ-like. No, yeah. it's not really, if you're trying to fight somebody and not hurt them, it's not what you want to do. Right. Yeah. You do want to, you know, tie them up with your body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not very good at that. Sure. But you know, the people who are good at that are wizards. Yeah. It's yeah. some of the coolest stuff in the world to me. Yep. I, I do agree that the turn the other cheek verse kind of points to a grappling element. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about not resisting evil. Or even a judo element where it's sort of using their yeah. thing against them. Yeah, their sort of energy. Letting Somebody's attack you. screaming about Aikido right now, and I'm just going to say, go watch some Rokas videos. Don't, we yeah, don't have time Aikido, to talk about we Aikido. Can't talk, we can't be fucking talking about Aikido. I, I wouldn't not, dream of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's cool, but it's not practical. Yeah, I like carbs too much. To yeah. That's right. Um, I do have another another verse here. Bible read guy, get up I've here. got a Colossians that I think is kind of interesting, but I'll let you go first. Uh, okay. You want to hand that over well, to the yeah, Bible read guy? Yeah, I'll hand it guy? over to the Bible read guy for yeah. sure. The bottom one? Uh, yeah, it's right there. But now put off all such things <laughs> as anger, <laughs> rage, malice, slander, abusive language from your mouth. Was that good? That was great. Yeah, great job, Bible read guy. It is worth it. That's Colossians yeah, 3 8. Uh, now, let me mentally process that now. Yeah, now, now, Heath, yeah, Bible guy, <laughs> hand it to Heath so Heath can think about it. Yeah, I need to, men yeah, all right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you find a lot of things in martial arts traditions about living an upright life or whatever. Um, and this verse is kind of talking about. You know, not cussing, not acting in anger. Yeah. Being peaceful. Yeah. Walking the path of, of peace. Um, this one. Yeah. Uh, well, th so that one kind of like, yeah, speaks to something that maybe isn't grounded in techniques, except, right. uh, you know, maybe something like, you know, that inner peace that you're opposed to suppo right. <laughs> supposed to approach martial arts situations with. Right. Yeah. I have one that can, that maybe sort of points to some techniques. Blessed be the Lord, my rock who trains my hands for war and my fingers for battle. Okay. So we sort of get, Hand techniques, which Fingers. are kind of no no martial arts, no martial art uh, excludes the hands, as yeah. far as I know. Right. Um, 
except for soccer, right? Uh, which is one, I think. Yeah. Um, but we also get discreet, discreet finger techniques. So we get to get into some fun, like punch shapes, you yeah. know, listener, if you, if you want to make a fist with me, you can clench your fist now kind of like raise your middle fingers knuckle up. So it's out in front of everything you can, um, you can hit an assailant with that and it'll mm-hmm. hurt in a different way than a punch would hurt. Yeah. Use your imagination. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, perhaps, a perhaps, uh, this Christian martial art can have, yeah, sort of Alex is doing claws, doing the tiger claw, which I agree, you know, um, I think if you're going to be striking somebody as a Christian, you want to consider some palm strikes. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, mm-hmm. you're not going to break your small, mm-hmm. your little small bones. Yeah. But number two, you're kind of spreading out the impact, and especially if you're doing body blows, you're probably not yeah. going to like going to be doing more bruising than breaking. If you're hitting right. the ribs, mm-hmm. face stuff too. Like, yeah. Also, just controlling the face. That's just good self defense. Yep. Don't forget, yeah. you're not. This isn't a, a play thing. You know, right. you're not playing a game with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to hurt you. Don't forget to crank their neck back. Yeah. yeah. It's a serious situation. This also includes sumo style pushes with the palms, yes. sure, like that. Yeah, slapping, slapping as well, hitting, hitting someone on the ear in the way that makes it go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you'll see that sometimes in films. Um, I, I do want to bring it back to our good friend uh, Patrick Swayze as Dalton Roadhouse. Uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. Still thinking about how nobody ever wins a fight. Yeah. Uh, and uh, how the whole ethos of that character is how it's, you know, you be nice until it's time to not be nice. Right. Uh, and it is definitely sort of kind of classic American machismo character stuff, but there is something like very wholesome and pacifistic about that. Yeah. That I think is nice. Yeah. It subverts that type, I think. Yeah. He's I mean, a PhD in philosophy. <laughs> he carries around yeah. in his medical records. So, what, yeah. It's, what that's awesome. You've I never mean, seen Red House, right? I've never yeah, seen we'll Red get around. House. We'll rectify that at some point. That makes point. sense. Uh, I'm finding some other verses that... This this kind of makes things a little bit challenging, I think. 1 Corinthians 9.26. So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air. Okay. So you can't do solo forms. Right. <laughs> yeah, sure. no shadow boxing. And don't jog, even. Yeah. yeah. So those... Where is that coming from? So, do, you happen, do you happen to have a book for us on that one? Uh, that's first Corinthians nine twenty six. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paul wrote this, yep. um, and Paul's not always right. That's right. But here's the fun thing about what we're doing and what so many people do so often with the Bible mm-hmm. is you really can just play around with that fuck yeah. and make it say whatever you want it to say. Yeah. And that's, you know, sort of the game of religion, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, when people and money get involved, everything's get, right. get broken. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, is why he got mad at the changing tables. That's right. Mm-hmm. Jesus did grapple the changing he tables. He didn't them. punch he them. them. And yeah. that was the only time it was time to not be nice. That's right. Mm-hmm. Worth remembering. Uh, let me see here. So, you know, jogging is one of the best ways to get cardio. So I guess I guess you got to sure. jump rope to condition. Yep. Yep. Um, that's allowed mm-hmm. as far as I know. So... So, when you do double dutch, um, it kind of looks like a Jesus fish. Okay. Kind of looks like an ichthys. Yes. Okay. And this okay. brings yeah. us back to why aren't monks doing sort of group fitness we and need conditioning themselves? Christian Shaolin monks. So we need 
Richard Rohr, the Franciscan, you know, he's got the, the center in Albuquerque. Why isn't he teaching people isn't grappling? He teaching people grappling. They, Te- he, teaching them to... about the universal Christ and the cosmic egg, and that's nice. But what about a rear naked choke? Yeah, we're, mm-hmm. I mean, our monks are less cool than maybe any other culture's monks. May, like, mm-hmm. kind of maybe true. Like, you know, they're not, you know... They're just sort of miserable. They're just like they're eating simply and living simply, but they're not. Yeah, they're nerds for it. They're nerds, man. Mm. The uh, Christian martial art that monks learn is fucking illuminating texts. <laughs> and that's not for nothing. <laughs> yeah, that's, no, listen, that's it's cool. cool. It's cool. It look, it's yeah, cool. hey, I yeah, love a cool. golden word. Yeah, that's cool. It's a big letter, but. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, these guys are always fasting. Mm-hmm. That's not good for your games. No. Yeah. No. You got to. You know, eat. Gotta eat. Yeah, this is giving me grappling art energy, though. Yeah, if if you're if you're not strong, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're if you're using the architecture of your bones, if you're doing a lot of religious dieting, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, here's a random one. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. I'll take this one Bible read guy, which God has promised <laughs> to those who love him. We paid $600. That's kind of, you know, we're not really. I paid $600. You, you know what? You're right. I yeah. don't get to tell. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I did this because I wa- <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Bible read guy. Yeah. It's- can't really, I can't, I can't really get your voice down super good. So we're kind of not using you a whole lot right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Christian grappling, let's come up with five moves and then get out of here. Okay. I mean, the crucifix. That is just yeah. a real. Is that a real one? You can, it's like a, it's exactly what it sounds like, right? Like you're well, kind of like using your legs to, you're like cranking somebody's arms and spine. Okay. Kind of like, like how knee, Jesus got his arms a and knee spine in their cranked. back or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I think yeah. it even happened on accident uh, when we watched some of that uh, Ultimate Self Defense Championship. Sure. I think I remember Sensei Seth like pulls one off on somebody. He's like, I've never done it before. I don't oh. know how to do it. But yeah, he like, accidentally just tied somebody let's you know you get your legs around one arm and your arms around the other arm and you're on somebody's back and you're just oh okay i see it. a double arm bar kind yeah of. exactly so we kind of got one right there okay right mm-hmm. well i would i would say that there's probably going to be some infighting about this point if, if okay. there is a christian martial art because i think the crucifix hold that makes your opponent jesus right <laughs> i think yeah, there might be a, i think there might be some some uh <laughs> some theological issues yeah. with that hold. Yeah. Um, what you can do is you can take the triangle choke and make it the Trinity choke. There you go. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's true. You know, you can be like, yeah, that's the father and the son and the Holy spirit. I'll, I'll putting you to sleep, buddy. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a, a sleepy one. We got a sleepy one. Well, and I think, you know, we, we talked about the rear naked choke already, but you know, he, he lieth me down in green pastures cause you're going to sleep on that one. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Yeah. True that. That's so. true. Do we, if it's only a five move art, do we need two chokes? If we're only getting five different types of grapple I and feel, I don't know, this is a genuine I feel question. Like, I feel like we could do a choke and we could do a bar. I, 
don't think you can undervalue the rear naked choke. Just choking somebody out, whether You're it's so a triangle. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, if because the whole thought experiment here, right, is that striking is too violent. Right. And, mm-hmm. and you're trying to defuse a situation. You're trying to disable a person that wants to With hurt minimum you. long-term damage. Exactly. And, you know, knocking them out and then running away is That's not, pretty not good. knocking them out, but choking them out. Yeah. You know, boom. Okay. Don't kill them, though. Don't kill them. Careful. And that's the thing. Yep. That's Se- the thing. Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slow to fulfill his promises. Some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but yeah. that all should reach repentance. So, yeah. So make them repent, but not die. The goal of the confrontation is to not kill each other and squash it. (laughs) And remember, they talk about wrestling with the faith more than they talk about wrestling with other people. That's true. And that is sort of, if we're conditioning our bodies, we must also be conditioning our spirits and minds. Yeah. And so we're probably talking about the text while we're, you know, doing our flow drills or whatever. Mm -hmm. What if someone tries to strike you? Uh, you definitely, I mean, look, now you're just asking for practical advice on how to wrestle somebody who's a striker. And I don't know that I <laughs> can reasonably <laughs> okay, give you that okay, feedback. That's true. That said, from watching stuff and mm-hmm. listening to people who are smarter about this, mm-hmm. have done more of it, you go for the double leg, especially if their stance is shitty and it's more of a boxer stance Okay, and they're trying to bop you in with the jab. So you go, you just okay. want to do, do that double leg and get him down. Try and get him on the ground. Yeah. Ooh. We need uh, we need to step back even further. Okay. What's the stance? I know we're grappling and rolling a little bit. Yeah, I was kind of hunched. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Alex is doing the T pose. I'm doing the Christ pose, but that's probably not super because you kind of want your hands in front of you, probably. For yeah, a fight. and it's probably like low center of gravity. I mean, it probably yeah. is like a wrestling grappling stance. Oh, Maybe both hands, hands together, together in okay. prayer. Now, Heath, you open up an interesting thing, yeah. Because that allows you to do some double-handed, like... Yeah, yeah. well, but if you've got your guards. fingers together, too, you want to get some of those taped up, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not breaking fingers. Yeah. So, boom, yeah, you're shooting in for, like, a collar tie. Yeah, the big part of the hands. conditioning is the finger strength because of that one verse. Yep. That's true. So. Sharp fingers. Yeah, strong fingers. You can grab people pinching. You can, pinch. Yeah, big pinches, you can pressure s- points, stuff like that. You now, can put your forearms together and block. Yeah. Obviously, we don't want to undersell, you know, the importance of women in Christianity, and that brings up the nuns and why yes. the only weapon I think that would be allowed in weapons uh-huh. training would be a ruler. Yeah, that's okay. so that's, true. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing you're allowed to do as far as weapons go. Yeah, are you allowed to tie two rulers together to make sharp nunchaku? Were you deliberately not trying to say nunchucks, by the way? No. no. Uh, I just thought about nuns beating people's asses with rulers. Yeah. I mean, wait a second. I'm so with you on the ruler, yeah. though. But I agree with Alex. I think you are allowed to fashion rulers Nun into, into nunchucks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, metal edge on the ruler or no metal edge? Is that kind of a dark art to have the metal edge? That's like edge? a dark art. Okay. Yeah. yeah kind yeah. of. That's like Southern Baptism. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Southern. <laughs> you can you can learn that, but mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you wanted to own people. Yeah. Can't. Don't come allowed. for me. Don't not come allowed. for me, Southern Baptists. Yeah, that's the distinction, pal. <laughs> <laughs> You're in that church. Yeah. Not me. Should a little literally. Uh, we there's a school of Baptists called Free Will Baptist, and the difference is that they're the one that doesn't like slavery. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they broke off because of that. Yeah. It's, it's, wow. What a wild country. What a wild country. So we've got the prayer stance. Mm-hmm. Are there other stances? Does this have animal stances or forms? Dove stance. Dove stance. Sure. 
Sure. Lamb. 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 Okay, what are the differences between dove and lamb? Heath? Well, (laughs) let's just go from like a sort of Discovery Channel level. Doves and lambs are are super far apart animal-wise. So so true. One's a bird. Uh Uh-huh. You know, completely different like energetic qualities from a lamb. Yeah. Do you think dove would be similar to crane? Like Kung Fu, you think you're getting down, getting the wings up wide? I think uh, I think it would be closer to like, uh, what, one animal I do study in Kung Fu is chicken. Okay. So I think, okay. I want to I wanna say, is I a didn't dove, know about this. Is a dove closer to a chicken? Than a crane? Than a crane. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah, sort of a more robust bird. Mm-hmm. But a robust mm-hmm. bird of peace. Yeah. So. Well, and likewise, the lamb does certainly feel like, you know, um, on, an on bottom sort of mm-hmm. thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the more submissive yielding sort of position and, yeah. and yet strong and yet strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A noble beast bending, but not breaking. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. The rubber guard. That's right. We talked about that recently. <laughs> uh, is there a lion stance because of the lion? And yeah. The it's lamb. probably just exactly. It's just get the claws out there. Strong yeah. fingers. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most finger oriented of the Christian stances. Yeah. There's styles. sort of like a lion lamb shifting form mm-hmm. or whatever. Very, Ooh. very Jekyll and Hyde mode, you know? Oh, sure. Yeah. Does the serpent get involved in here at all? No. No. That naughty? No. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing the, yeah, the the canonically satanic art, right. <laughs> martial art that we haven't figured out yet, yeah, they have snake. Well, if you want to do some non-dualistic Christianity and fold uh-huh. Satan in a little bit more and really piss some people off. Ooh, progressive yeah. theology martial arts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really upset some folks snake by style. talking about Lucifer as an important figure in the Bible and mm-hmm. yeah. You yeah. Know, human free will being important Winged part serpent of our contract style, with God. by the way. Hello. Ooh, because he had wings originally, and sure. then he had to crawl around on his belly because of sin. That's true. Belly. Yeah. So originally it was a Quetzalcoatl situation. Damn. Pretty cool. That is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Now this does bring us into the sort of mythical uh, and imagined beasts in Revelation mm. that might just be you know military hardware uh, seen through the seven headed dragon. Yeah, the right. behemoth yeah. um, is said to actually just be a hippo. Really? Hippopotamus, that's, that's yeah. Interpretation. Yeah, people big were just hippo. easier to impress back then. And they were so big. Hippo big. Hippo they are big. They are big. They're big and they're so dangerous. So dangerous. Man, that's an animal you want to fight them. like. Yeah, now hippo style. Yeah. Hippo style is like sumoing, right? That's just overwhelming somebody with size. Yeah. Yeah, well, and but they've got the big chompers. They've got the big jaws. Grab you with them. You're getting some, some like running over action, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a heavyweight... Mobility focused style. Yep. Yeah. Um, more on that later. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, I think I've read all of these perhaps. Okay. Um, or I've skimmed them. Let me see. Um, so we, we talked stances. We yeah. We talked... We've talked a few techniques. Yeah. I don't think there's a strike. I think I think that yeah, maybe I the agree. peaceful element kind of comes in here. But mm-hmm. there the most is, you'll get is a push. Yeah. Yeah. There is some kind of, yeah, catching a strike move, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, tai Chi has rollback. And that's called the Fisher of Men. <sighs> you got him. Incredible. Yeah, felt good. That one felt good. <laughs> All right, Richard Rohr, you've heard us. Take yeah, our notes. Take note. You've already got the building in Albuquerque. People already come out there to study. That's right. Just, you know, 
invite somebody that ties people up into pretzels for a living to come out and it'll be good. Show people a nice time. Yeah. Get a British catch wrestler out there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Looking at another article that's got verses. Okay. okay. Uh, No, they're not super good though. Um, I'm I'm gonna change the search to Bible verses about martial arts <laughs> instead of fighting. I think maybe fighting can be taken abstractly mm-hmm. in a few ways. Does yeah. Je- people also ask? Does Jesus know martial arts? I looked this up. It links to an article that you can't access because it's like a scholarly thing. Oh, uh, but it does say there's some. Well, he, you've got it up. Yeah. I will read the blurb here. A number of statements in the Gospels of the New Testament describe the behavior of Jesus, Bar, Joseph of Nazareth in Galilee in a way that suggests that he may have been acquainted with certain martial arts techniques. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to... Um, I'm looking at Matthew 5, 38 through 42. Okay. Um, it reads, you have heard that it was said eye for an eye and tooth for tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. <laughs> so, okay. okay. Um, no gouging, no gouging, no, um, no hitting people so hard. Their teeth come out, right? You can't be raining elbows down on people. Yeah. Once you get on top of them. Yeah. 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 Don't hit people in the mouth. Um, little noise oh. from my computer. Hello, computer. computer. Just want some attention. Um, I mean, this really, that, you know, th- that Matthew verse you got into really does get into some, you know, nonviolent resistance stuff. Yes, you know? mm-hmm. absolutely. Which does tie back into the Tolstoy shit we opened with. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. It's really interesting. Um, if you haven't re- read The Kingdom of uh, God is Within, uh, is it within? I always forget the actual. Look I it always, up. I always want to fuck up the title of this. But anyway, uh, the reason I, I bring it up again is just because there's a lot of him talking about how he didn't. He was like mad about there not being more writing yeah. about state violence and Christian states and the way they do mm. violence. And like he wrote some letters, wrote some essays, and then started getting a ton of responses from like theologians and Hell yeah. clergy people who were like on board with what he was saying. That's cool. Uh, it is. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. When Tolstoy wasn't writing fiction, he got really really into theology um and like you know russian peasant christianity hell yeah Yeah, his kingdom of god is within you cool yeah check it out i haven't finished check it, it out. but check it out Heath, you look like you got something i'm trying to have something okay um how many more moves do we need we have three we have the well we have four the prayer push uh-huh. I don't know. We talked about the prayer stance being so versatile. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You can open up the hands and mm-hmm. use them to deflect attacks away from you. It's you can't practice it alone, though. According right. to one verse, right. maybe we maybe we ignore that because we gotta, do prayer style push hands. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how does? Hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of. It kind of looks like patty. Kind of a patty cake, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a patty Uh cake. So you start with them in front of you, sort of clap together, and then you're sort of pushing with one and the other or two at the same time. 
you know, asking your brother in Christ to lay their hands on you certainly mm-hmm. does bring in a whole different context. That's now. right. Sparring's on the table. That's right. Okay. Maybe you've got to keep your own wrists connected. Whoa. While you, while you do it. Okay. I don't know. Well, yeah, I want to come up with a little rule set. That's fun. Yeah. Um, what does God say about physical fighting? Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. So yeah. Hmm. Uh, so fight. A lot of the, a lot of the same theme here. You know. Yeah. Are there any weapon? Are, is there weaponry? There's rulers. Rulers. We, we talked about this. Um. Is there a sword? Because there's basis for that. I think all the swords in the Bible are metaphorical. Yeah, you can't be using a sword. As soon as you start talking about how the sword is really about armies. If you live by it, you'll die by it, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peter cuts that dude's ear off and Jesus sticks it right back on. You know what you can use? A net. Yeah, okay. You can use a net. Yes. Yes. Capturing. Yeah. That's different. Fishers, obviously. Fishers, yeah. And it can be weighted. It can be like a sort of bolo situation. And interestingly, you can also use a tax lane. <laughs> <laughs> you know, go figure. I, I'm going to propose something radical. Yeah. Can the Bible be a weapon in this fighting style? Let's just talk about the tactical advantages of having a Bible on you. It'll catch it's a... It's heavy. It'll catch a bullet. Boom. Yeah, it'll catch Top a bullet. Top of the list. Yeah. We'll stop a bullet. Yeah. It's happened before. Yeah. Number two, book, not a bad weapon. Not mm-hmm. a bad. Hard you cover can... better than soft cover. Yeah. yeah. Now we're not striking with it. That's true. We don't forget. Yeah, we we have to use it as a shield. You're right. It's not that so good. It at is you tying just, people up. Well, so you want to fill your jacket with King James Bibles mm-hmm. and just sort of make sure you've fashioned yourself an armor an of God. Armor of God. Yes. yes. <laughs> For stopping bullets. <laughs> you don't think you can bonk somebody on the head with a Bible? I think it's striking. I think it's that striking. That's striking. You're going to give somebody a concussion if you Can't hit them be bonking. Too hard. No bonking, says Jesus. You can close somebody's face in it, though. Yeah, that's true. You can. Yeah. yeah. And you can hold it open and, like, use it to catch punches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You could honk their nose. Honk their nose in it. Um, that's true. But yeah, punch catching, that's fair. Um, you can look uh, on the on the pages that you land on when you do that after the fight, and God will tell you how you did. That's right. Yeah. 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 Now, we, we've forgotten one of the most valuable moves, which is mm-hmm. simply ministering to your opponent. Uh-huh. That's yes. true. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like Age of Empires. That's mm-hmm. the primary monk yeah. utility. Start right? there. Oh, also, there should be a stance that's on your knees. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, that's just, that's just getting ready to wrestle. That's right. Yeah. There's, there's there. single knee. Uh-huh. And double it, knee. Yeah, the single knee and double knee. And yeah, this kind of opens up to the wrestling stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, hmm. yeah. that's been an episode of the Praise Down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else uh, about a martial art that we need to make sure there is. We've got forms, we've got blocks, we've got grapples. We don't have a progression system, but I don't think we need one because the you know the journey for self knowledge and and wrestling with one's faith mm-hmm. is never complete. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Yep. Yeah, this is the first. This is the only martial art without a rank system. Yes. Well, um, except for the traditional rank system, of course, which is if you're good, you don't get your ass beat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The 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 yeah the get good rank system. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Well, um, do we have any housekeeping to do before we before we say bye? Or thank you to the listener for listening, listener. Thank you, especially if you, this is your first time listening. Incredible. Um, this would you, be an insane first episode. Yeah, yeah. This if, is a loose one. If you've listened before, I'm still appreciative, but not as much. Mm-hmm. I'm just as appreciative. I want that to be clear. It's one of the differences between us. And I'll have you know that it's a me thing and not a you thing. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Dalton for being our guest. Thanks for having me over, guys. Yeah, I was, I was very excited to come on. It's been a long time. Yeah, this is a fun episode. We're on break right now. Nice. Uh, Arthur's you know, learning to rear children. Sure. So we're mm. taking a break before we start our Halloween episodes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Nice to get on mic. Talk yeah. about some stuff. Good luck to Good Trash Arthur with child rearing. Yep. Good luck, Arthur. I'm sure he's doing great. Uh, thank you to Jarvix for our theme song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dalton, you were about to say something. I was just going to say other good trash stuff. Okay. Yeah, I was going to do that kind of housekeeping. I was going to say you should listen to The Wheel of Randy with Dan Wade. Yeah. That's true. Uh, yeah. That's a good trash podcast. Mm. It's a good show. I love Wheel of Randy. Yeah. It's very good. Good pod by a good dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Loose Five, Wampus's old show. Oh, yeah. You hear him pick apart a five-minute uh, late-night set. Joke, A joke at a time. Yeah, yeah we need so some good. more of that. I think yeah. that's really good. Wampus, make more. Yeah, make more. Wampus, make more. Uh, you can listen to Wampus and Dan Wade's Thought Spiral fan podcast, Not Spiral, which is uh, where they do episodes where they talk about Andy Kindler's podcast, Thought Spiral. They really just love Andy Kendall. I love them mm-hmm. so much. They're so good. Yeah. They're great guys. They really mm-hmm. are. Um, and yeah, you know, if you want to listen to our show, we're doing a, a series of coincidences right now where we cover uh, a bunch of Cohen-esque films. We did like four, nice. four or five. Uh, yeah. Four, awesome. Five. Yeah. We did a full five because it was a long September. So those all, those all be coming out this month. Um, look forward to that. Alex watched Blue Ruin with me, speaking of yeah. uh, the films for this a, marathon. Yeah. That was a good time. That's a movie about not doing violence. Whew. Yeah, it is. Blue Room. Blue, Blue Ruin. Ruin. Blue Ruin. Yeah. Uh, well, but speaking of rooms, it is Jeremy Sonier who did Green Rooms, movie he did before that. Oh. Yeah, which you have seen. Yes, I have. Um, also a movie about the utility of violence and when it's okay to do it. Anyway, mm-hmm. good trash genre cast if you want to hear me talking about uh, Cohen-esque movies with uh, Arthur and Dustin. Yeah. And if you want to see some movies, you can see ones that have me in it. Uh, if you go to Tubi.tv, if you go to Tubi, whatever the, however you get to Tubi. Put the yeah. app on your thing. Put the app on your, put the app on your fucking thing. You can see uh, two movies from last year. Uh, you can see Chicken House. Good movie. Good movie. And you mm-hmm. can see Elusive. Good movie. Both of which prominently feature me, Alex Sanchez. Heath? Good movies. Yeah, that's right. Um, you can find me, uh, where can you find me nowadays? Um, you can find me on threads. Yeah. At, at endless huffering. You're, you're not allowed to build any psychological profiles of me based on my posts there. (laughs) Every, all my followers agree. It's an honor system. Um, I'm on Instagram still also there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and what am I doing? Yeah, you get, any, you get anything from that? That's it. Yeah. Hey, come to come to martial arts class. D- yeah. DM me if you know how to do that, and I'll tell you how to go. Um, and that's what, yeah. All uh, right. Oh, hey, how do people follow you, Alex? Oh, I'm at Sirius Sanchez, wherever posts can be found. 
Uh, I'm Dollywood Squares also wherever you can find the internet. Blue Sky, Threads, Mm -hmm. Instagram. On on Letterboxd, I'm Dollywood Squares without an A in Squares. That's right. There wasn't room. Yeah, because of character limits. But I had to fucking get the brand. I just Mm -hmm. had to do it. I had to rip the band-aid off. and gotta get the The brand-aid. You gotta get the band-aid off Mm -hmm. and make everything consistent. That's right. mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. make it easy for people to find you online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm on Blue Sky too, but having two... Having two posting places is kind of is tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough dealing in a balkanized social media yeah. environment. I've got I, I've got Twitter still because I'm immune to psychological trauma, uh, and which is true and not something I'm making up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've never <laughs> seen you sad before. That's right. What? That's right. I've never been affected by circumstances. Um, so I just cross post everything on both. Same. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. I might change the wording a little bit occasionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it kind of improves over time. First, or yeah. Whatever. First draft on one yeah. and then, yeah, really. A few different ways to swing it. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll make my first blue sky post this week. So wow. All I'm right. Also, I expect it on my desk by Monday. Most of it endless huffering on blue sky. That's right. So, um, Catch my first post there soon, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And you can catch his hands at martial arts class. If you That's right. Do. Yeah. Uh, our social media presence is still on. Uh, it's still Twitter. on Twitter. Yeah, we should yeah. make a different one. Yeah, we got to figure out social media. <laughs> Guys, we're having the same thing. I'm mean, because we stopped yeah. posting on oh, Instagram. Yeah, the good trash. Yeah. yeah, we we have an Instagram handle that we haven't used in years. And then Arthur and I were doing okay about posting on Twitter when we had an episode or you guys or Dan had an yeah. episode out. But now that Twitter's like, I don't, we yeah. have like no social media presence for good trash That's right the now. Thing. Oh, you got to get on TikTok. I'm, I'm just yeah. promoting it myself. Right. Gotta you got to have a camera videos. making clips yeah. of your podcast. Gotta yeah. Be, and yeah we got to be doing that too. You know? Yeah. We need to, we need to become YouTubers. Unfortunately. Christ. Yeah. A lot of this video stuff will play a lot better on YouTube. So I don't know. That's true. There you go. Yeah. But we'll probably also get demonetized way faster. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll look up the they, rules. It's fine. They can't hurt us. They can't <laughs> hurt us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you get, it's got the word demon in it. So that's right. We're protected from that. <laughs> yeah. I'll it's never a, get demonetized. It's a holy podcast. Yeah. We'll never get demonetized here. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's get out of here by saying the catchphrase. The catchphrase, huh? the same thing we, we say every time. And that catchphrase is... Bye. Bye.